social media platform and that is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast and my personal account is at K the Rebel. If you have questions, inquiries, comments, maybe would like to do a collaboration, the podcast email is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. I know that it's been a few weeks, but I'm back so that I continue to roll out my segment for Black-owned businesses. If you are new here, um, please go ahead on and check out episode 101, featuring the owners of Veilside Customs, Mark Hendy and Jabir. Um, Please go support those brothers. They're positive, they're doing something great. That's if you are in the greater Boston area or specifically Somerville. I also would like to take this time to um, look at like the listener's choice of this week and I decided to like call it that now normally I'm like oh thank you guys for listening to old episodes but now I'm gonna be like yeah it's the listener's choice I noticed that for old episodes this week um people have been listening to uh karma reloaded and also vibes energy and self-care as always thank you so much for the support it does not go unnoticed but now it's no better time to get into the reason that we are here today And I am having the absolute pleasure of sharing my platform with a Black King who is the CEO and founder of Passionate Rebel LLC, which is based out of Newark, New Jersey, and quoted by this man himself in an interview with Hip Hop Weekly. His brand represents a new lifestyle in fashion. He uses fashion and entrepreneurship to influence people to follow their passion on various paths. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, everything he does is with hustle and motivation at the forefront. So without further ado, introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Um, my name is Elamine Juma. I'm the founder of Passionate Rebel LLC. Uh, Kata Rebel, uh, I appreciate you for sharing your platform with me um, today. Um, I follow a lot of the work that you're doing. Uh, great admiration for the great success that you achieve um, thus far with your platform. So um, I greatly admire you and um, want to continue to uh, to say, you know, pursue your goals and continue to do the things that you're doing with your platform and uh, positive affirmations for the things that you've achieved thus far and what you will achieve in the future. So a uh, big thank you. Salute to everybody in the Boston area. What's up? 
Well, thank you so much. I don't think I've ever had a guest come on and just give me some positive words of affirmation out the gate. I really, really appreciate that. But I have to give an even bigger thank you to you for being willing to even come onto my platform, considering this is something totally new for me. Um, you know, wanting to explore a different avenue with my platform, you know. Normally, I just get on here and kind of talk about, you know, current events, things that are going on within society, maybe personal struggles that I could be having or other things I think my audience might be, you know, can relate to. But um, with the Black-owned business segment, I'm like, that's right. You know, with me having, you know, a history with you, just knowing that you've had a clothing line for these past couple of years, I'm like, definitely got to have them come on. You know, to be a part of the segment. Um, no, and you I, also, I um, no, I, I really appreciate that, and uh, no, it's it's good that you're that you're venturing out and looking into uh, different lanes that will contribute to the growth of your platform. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's the first time for everything, you know, and um, absolutely. You know, I, I big you up for really uh, taking the journey to do it because, um, I mean, for one, being an entrepreneur isn't easy. Also, you know, just being a black person uh, trying to achieve certain things and create for yourself is uh, even a, a greater struggle because we're basically starting from, um, I hate to say the, the bottom, but, you know, we're starting at the beginning of trying to establish our own. So, you know, and with that is like independency. So, you know, you're using your own funds, your own time, your own experiences to uh, pull in you know, this audience of people that you um, don't know. So, you know, you're trying to create um, media or segments or even just uh, conversation pieces that will grab the ear of listeners. So, you know, I really big you up on that. So, you know, you know um, this is so great how you're like navigating this interview for me. Normally I'd be able to kind of control how it's going and you, you done swayed it a little bit, but you've swayed it in a great way that I can add some additional value to this episode to make it a great interview overall. Um, it's funny that you would say that because um, when you say I'm putting your time and your effort into wanting to try something new, it does feel great. Um, I never come on my platform and say, oh, you know, I'm doing this. I don't have sponsors. I get no monetary gain from it. And the thing is, is I'm not looking for that. What I really want to do is just share my platform with people with nothing in return, because I believe whatever I'm putting out into the universe is going to come back to me in some other way or form. Um, I want people to know that I supported them with nothing to gain from from myself. And that if anything, I could have created an alley loop for you. Like I had like an artist come on, a music artist, and then somebody who has like a background in music management listened to that episode, reached out to me and was like, hey, I want to work with him. And I was able to make that connection. And that is what I do it for. You know, just, um, just situations like that to know that I'm being a part of the culture of content creators because I feel like we all can collaborate in some type of form or fashion. Like, what if somebody else listens to this episode? They're going to find all about your brand and your clothing line. And then they're like, they want to use your hoodies or your t-shirts in like their next music video. You get where I'm going with this? Like, just yeah. to know that I helped make that connection, that's all I need to make me feel like I'm having like some type of purpose, you know, driven, you know. But to even um, 
to add on to even what you said, like even at the, the beginning of this, like um, a lot of the things that I was doing wasn't for monetary gain because honestly, um, that has to be the approach. And honestly, for me, it needed to be that because I didn't know what would be the result. So, right. you know, I didn't, I didn't want to create an expectation of, um, you know, I'm, I'm creating something and automatically people have to support me. And often that's that's not always the, the result. Correct. You know, so um I come from a from a from a long from a background of wanting to help people because it uh, it basically runs in like my family blood of wanting to get back to the community. And that's what it was all about. But at the same time, I knew I can create an opportunity to to possibly you know um support myself with it but i just wanted to see what lanes i would, would be able to do it but the forefront was i i have to be able to you know create something to give back to people so like yeah so that was like for example when i started doing the motivational speaking um part of it i wasn't getting paid to come into schools i was always doing like career days right so that's what that's what created the exposure to different educational uh, institutions of people looking like you know what we need to bring him in because you know he's saying something that that's that's relevant to our students. So you know. Okay, well, really quick before I get into these um, interview questions, can you let the listeners know where they can find you on social media? Social media, um, yeah, you can definitely uh, follow Passionate Rebel on Instagram at Passionate Rebel, P A S S I O N A T E R E B E L, Passionate Rebel, um, on Instagram, Facebook, Passionate Rebel LLC. Um, you can also check out our website, which is passionaterebel.net. Um, you could follow a lot of the, the, the clothing products that we will be producing, a lot of the um, interview segments. Also, you can also um, see what's going on with us in the community and all the different things. Also, follow follow up with Boogie, our mascot, <laughs> to see what's going on with him and what schools he'll be in. So, yeah. Okay. So, in what year did your journey begin with Passionate Rebel? And, like, how did you know this was your calling? Um, well, I want to say on paper... Uh, 2014. <laughs> that's when it. Uh, that's when it. Be, um, that's when it was really established. But I think a little bit before that, I was always on the journey of trying to just um, find myself and trying to find a, a lane that I was able to go into that would allow me to display. I guess a lot of the um, education I um, acquired over the years, the skills I acquired, and um, just being able to display those things. And you know, I, I guess like any other person. I was on a journey of, you know, just applying to jobs, doing all different types of things, and um, and it wasn't panning out the way I thought it would. You know how it's normally conveyed to you, like you go to college, you do this, you get a job, and boom. Yeah, the American dream. The yeah. American dream, like it's, it's which is a, which is a whole entire scam. But yes. Yeah, like <laughs> and like that that formula wasn't working for me, and then honestly, it got to a point where. Um, you know, I was laid off from like my primary means of, uh, of of income, and around that time, I had just started the the brand. Like I said, I had just got it established on paper, and you know, I'm thinking like, all right, I did it. <clears throat> I'm about to be using my uh, my job. You know, the money I make from here to to push that. 
and I got and I got laid off, and it kind of threw me um, for a loop because I'm like, you know, I was given this opportunity to do something, but I don't know how I'm gonna follow through with it. Like, was not having like a job and stuff like that. So around that time, I used to hear so many people talking, like going through the same situation and same uh, scenario, like play out for a lot of people, and. And I was like, yo, there's like so many passionate people. And I'm like, you know, I think we can honestly be successful if if we uh, rebel against the, the idea of not being able to follow our passion and do certain things. So that's where yeah. it came from. So I started, I, I like, I like started sitting down, like writing it, typing it, and just looking at certain things. And then I was like, you know, I wanted to see how I can get to people. Like, what can I do? Because I was like, you know, I wanted to have, I wanted to do a clothing line, but I'm like clothing line fluctuates because you know it's up and down with how people support different things and I was like you know being that I don't have a job right now how am I going to create the clothing so I was like you know what it got to be another lane for me to, to tie into it to where if it's not clothing being created I can still be seen so that was the educational piece that, that came into tie with it so you know it got to a point after I got laid off I was using like my unemployment and everything to make my shirts and everything and um but before that i had to create the logo which was like the bear and everybody look at it this is a conversation piece because everybody look at it and be like yo every time they see it they think it's kanye western and when they get closer and look at it they're like oh no that's not kanye and i was like yeah, it's not i mean it's uh, a graduation bear it's actually supposed to be a representation of me that's why the bear is light-skinned Honestly, and <laughs> it, really, it really is. It's, if you look at it, he has a. Everybody thought it was like a graduation. I'm like, no, it's a, it's a denim jean shirt with a V-neck that says "Passionate Rebel" with the cap and the glasses because I because I wear glasses. And I was like, it's not supposed to represent graduation. It's supposed to. It's not supposed to represent graduation as far as from the educational aspect. It's supposed to be graduating in life and acquiring more for yourself. So. That was the rep- representation of it. So, you know, that's that's when the, the, the journey started. And you know, I guess as we go throughout the interview, you'll learn, you know, a lot more about it. You know, you are just, um, <laughs> you're phenomenal with what you're giving, like, in your answers. Because you totally have already answered my next question, which was going to be, like, one of your biggest messages you convey to your consumers and supporters overall is to, you know, rebel against not following your passion and let's get in depth and explore that. And essentially, you just did that. <laughs> so I guess we'll we'll skip over that. No, hey, we wait, no, hey, we don't do that. What? Oh, okay. So do you have something to add to that? So let me just re- let me run that back real quick. So yes, you convey this message to your consumers and supporters that they need to rebel against not following, you know, their passion. So yes, explore that. I guess in a different angle than what you just did. Well, because for one, like um, your 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 passion your passion is like the rarest gem, like that you can honestly possess, mm. and that's what that's what fuels a lot of things. So it's like that's mm. what makes people that's what that's what makes people happy and want them to get into the mood of doing certain things. Like it's not just it's not just like your like for doing something or whatever like your passion is what pushes you to be like oh, you know i actually do want to i do want to explore that like i do want to see certain things and i do want to try to experiment with certain things and that's what gets you into the groove of like really following through with it and it just seems like a lot of people are, are robbed of that because 
they're in search of these opportunities that they that they're told that they should explore. And like often like that's not always the case for a lot of people. Like for example, a lot of people aren't gonna go to college. Right. Like like a lot of people a lot of people aren't gonna become doctors, lawyers and and things of that sort because you gotta look at, you know, the space that we're in, like as a whole as like people it's like eight billion people in the world. You know, and if if all of us were on the same path to go to college, I think a lot of us would be like a lot further ahead, I guess, in our lives. If that's how we want to, um, you know, analyze it and everything, or whatever. But everybody sets out on different journeys, and and I think that's okay. That's a part of life. Like you know, we live in a universe, like a universe where you know opinions and um decisions and preferences are based on what you feel and what you want and and that's okay that's what makes us all different so at the end of the day like you have to follow your passion because that's what's going to get you through like you um you know your passion pushes you to move off emotion Mm. and everything of making certain decisions and you have to you have to continue to, to to hold on to that because it's that's that's the that's the, the the scheme of the game is like you know to prevent people from doing certain things, and you know like that's why I highlight following your passion so much because it's important. It's an important part of it determines who you are, what you'll become, and how you'll become that. So, you know, and the thing was, that's on the inside of you. So that's what I wanted to tap into. Like it's not for me. It's not all about on the outside of you. Right? I can dress you. Like anybody can dress you. And everything, I gonna put a hoodie on on you and make you stylish. But at the end of the day, if you still feel like you haven't accomplished anything, and you know, uh, and you haven't been pushed to to be motivated and you know chase your goal, then I I felt that the that aspect that I was trying to tap into. So. Okay. Well, now let's talk about your logo which is super adorable, by the way. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, give you a compliment since you said it kind of look like you. You know, I ain't trying to do all that. But but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, it's Boogie the Bear, right? Yeah, Boogie the Bear. Yes. So, now, I'm privy to the fact that you're, obviously, you know, you're El Amin, but then also El Boogie or whatever. So, is that, like, the backstory or the inspiration behind the name? Uh, honestly, yeah, I had to, I had to, to create the formula, like the formula of me of like how I've been um, raised and you know things that have been, um, you know, uh, instilled in me. I had to put that into like my logo. Like, if you're gonna have a logo, it has to be, it has to separate you from everybody. Like, if I you agree follow, with that. Like yeah, if you if you follow brands or just businesses, you see how everything separates everybody. Like you know, McDonald's doesn't look like Burger King, or you know, if you follow hip hop, you see um, you see how Rockefeller Records, like their logo is like one of the biggest logos in the world that separates them from every other hip hop group. You right. Wu Tang Clan. You got Rough Riders. Um, again, going back and just logos. You got Wendy's. You got uh. Shop right, you got, you got all these right, different, right, all these different entities and everything, and you you know you want to stand out. That's the thing. Like you want to make sure it stands out, and that wasn't my plan. I'm like, I didn't know if it was gonna stand out or not because again, like people look at it and think that think that it's Kanye West's bed, which is not. But like I had to put a lot of myself into it. And I had to look at it and be like, yo, if I'm gonna create a brand, a logo, like it has to represent me. It has to represent. 
you know, the go-getter, the, the person that wants to be more, the person that wants to be the individual. And I'm like, yo, why not just use yourself? Right. So, it's sort of similar, like, I don't know if you remember, um, if you watched, um, what is that? What is the movie? Um, Boomerang mm-hmm. with Eddie Murphy. And they were in the meeting with Strong J, and they were making, like, yes. the perfume for her and everything. Yes, who, who can it. forget that scene? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was like, yeah, that's like, that's definitely like, that's my go to right now because, like, that, that, that moment is so monumental, like, in that movie. But it spoke a lot because when they were making her perfume, they wanted it to be like something that represented her. You right. know, Murphy was like, you know, you, you're strong, you're this, you're that, you know, strong, 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 strong. So that's like, that's what something that always stood out to me, like, you know, if you're going to create something and has, and it's going to be a represent, representation of you and you know how you like to be, how you like to represent yourself. Right. Like, you're going to put every thought, emotion, um, face feature and things like that into it. So, it was like, you know, I wanted to, to make, um, you know, call him Boogie. And, and Boogie is just like my nickname that I always had growing up. But, you know, but it was cool though. Like, Boogie the Bear is like, it's a cool name. So, now, but, what about um, Emma the Bear? Oh, God, I know he's one. Why, yeah, why did you name her Emma? Um, well, you know, Emma's new. Well, not new. Um, we kind of, we had a design for Emma, like, years ago, but it was just a face. And I sat down. It was so crazy because we actually just created the whole Emma Bear last year. As soon as, as, oh, wow. as, as COVID hit, and I was like, you know, I can't. I can't sit down and not do anything. So I got with my graphic de- um, designer, uh, Rachel, Rachel Elliott, AKA Ray West. She's definitely, like, she's super dope. She's from Jersey. Uh, she's a big Kanye West fan. So that's like, we also clicked on that too. And like, she's super dope. So I was telling her what I wanted to do for Emma. And the reason I named it Emma is because of my cousin, Emily, like we always talked about like, designing the bear and stuff like that and she was like yo you know what you should call her emma because like if you ever design you should call her emma because like i'm mad cool and stuff like that yeah oh that's dope yeah so i told her that i I was so when i designed it but i was like yo she gotta she gotta look cooler than boogie though so (laughs) oh you want that you want that you wanted the lady the queen the queen yeah, bear to outside the king bear. Okay. Yeah, cause the cause the cause the ladies, you know, y'all y'all speak volumes on on a lot of different things. So you know, I gotta uh, if I'm a if I'm gonna do something for y'all, I gotta hold y'all down and everything. Cause y'all represent represent us to the fullest. So you know, Emma, you know, Emma came out dope though. She came out real cool. Okay. Well, I have definitely uh, visited the website. In case you didn't catch it earlier in the episode, that is passionaterebel.net. And I viewed your merch. Um, you got hoodies, t-shirts, jackets, hats, sweatshirts. Oh, and I mean, I didn't see it on the site unless I was just overlooking. But I know you got the little custom little onesies for the infants that I saw on your Instagram. But um, what is your most requested item out of all the things that are currently on the site? Lord. Because, um... yeah, you know, I was trying to get something. You have nothing, nothing in my size. Yo, I that was not a stop. That was not a stop. Come on, okay, all right. Yo, things be flying, man. But um, it really, it really depends on like the time of the year. So I know for a fact, um, our Black Excellence shirt is definitely something that's highly requested by like you know different people. Um, 
We didn't we didn't get to do it um, this past year, but our breast cancer hoodie, our Rebel Against Breast Cancer hoodie, normally uh, sells out a lot. Um, everybody everybody has been inquiring about you know the certain varsity jackets and stuff like that that they that they've seen and all those things or whatever. So. Yo, man. Right. You know, okay. we, we, got, we, got, we, got a, uh, we got a few pieces and things like that that's highly requested. So thank God for that. Okay, now let's talk about the first time, I guess, you sold out of an item. How did, like, that make you feel? Yeah, it was dope. Um, The first year I did our, um, our Rebel Against Breast Cancer hoodie, like, that was, like, the first time. That was probably, like, in the first few months, the first because Breast Cancer Awareness Month is October. So yeah. that was 2014, um, right after, like, we had released, like, some T-shirts and stuff. Like, I had did about probably, like, at that time, probably, like, 50 hoodies, I think. And they sold out. They were, like, going. I was, like, I was surprised because I'm, like, yo, hold up. We may be on to something right now. If people are, like, really patient. I thought it was because it was um, something in representation of breast, um, breast cancer awareness, but... It was more so like people was representing and feeling like the bear and stuff. So it was just amazing just letting me know that, you know, because we weren't sponsored by nobody. We didn't have no major investor, none of those things. Like that was all, again, off of around that time, like my unemployment <laughs> pushing that. So, right. You know, it was it was just an, an amazing feeling to know that we created something that people like really messed with and wanted to, to be a part of. So like that was dope. Like that was dope for me. Okay. Are all of your ideas, like, for your merch or your design collections your own, or do you, like, consult with anyone else for ideas? Really quick before you answer that, I, I was on, I wanted to ask you that because I feel like there's so many lanes and levels to content creators, you know, whether you're a music artist who writes lyrics or even myself, like, trying to figure out what I'm going to discuss on the podcast each week. And I can honestly say there are times that, I just have a blockage mentally and I really love it when I can have somebody like that will help me like, Hey, you should talk about this. You know, when I have those moments. So yeah. Like, do you ever get moments like that? I definitely do because even though I can sit down and, um, and come up, I can't like, well, come up with an idea. Like you still want to have a go-to to like you know give you that that affirmation or like that that second opinion because i mean if you really sat and came up with an idea and just confirmed everything on your own like you don't have anybody that can help you uh, critique it to get to another another market or a bigger or a bigger audience so you know also you want to you want to um converse with somebody who who possibly is in that field that you're trying to go into and everything and see how receptive people would be to it so whenever i come up to, with an idea and it's just and a lot of things be on the spot i'm in creative mode all the time like possibly right now i'm thinking about something and <laughs> I, would, um, I respect it i respect it <laughs> yeah like it, it's non-stop like it's like once you get into the groove of it, it just you know you just continuously do it so like a lot of times i'll reach out to my cousin um sharonda who's also uh you know my uh, my coo of fashion and rebel um, I always get with her about it because she's she's been in the fashion field for about twenty years now. Okay. So, you know, and also conversely, is because she's a she's a woman too. 
So, you know, to get another are, perspective. Gotcha. Yeah, and women are like the 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 biggest the biggest um, supporters or just um, people who buy uh, fashion. Like, like, right. yo, like you guys are like you guys shop almost every day and everything. So, like you guys are the biggest consumer. So, I always consult with them. Uh, consult with her about it. Uh, I may consult with uh, one of my nieces who's like a very creative uh, artist. She does a lot for us. She um, does a lot of our Instagram boards when we're going to like events and stuff. Okay. So, but yeah, so I always consult with her to ask her like, you know, like how can we design this to get, you know, a person to come over here and things of that sort. So, like, yeah, like a lot of those designs and um, trying to go into different markets, I always consult with, you know, my um, my close my closest people and everything because their their opinions do matter and also as a founder you can't be in that mindset where you know I don't want to consult with anyone because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna set yourself back because it's gonna make it seem as though you're afraid of uh of constructive criticism right and you can't be like that when you're trying to build a brand or build a team because I myself I can't design stuff I can't market stuff I can't go to events and do like by myself. Like as more and more people gravitate towards me doing, like you gotta have a team of people that you can consult with and ask them like, yo, what's right about this? Like what do you think about blah blah blah? Like Emma like Emma and Boogie wouldn't have been created without me consulting with different like different people. Like um my cousin Hassan, he's a um a creative consultant that I have as passion, uh, part of Passion and Rebel that I always hit, like, yo, what do you think we should do for this educational piece? And how do you think we can navigate through it like this? So I always hit them about different, about their opinions of it. Like, you know, that, that's me. So. Do you ever have those moments where at like 2 a.m. you're up planning, jotting down ideas or manifesting in general? Because I, I hear that like, I think I've heard like Diddy say it and I've heard somebody else successful saying it like to be or successful or to achieve like higher levels of success is going to require those times where you may ne- neglect eating the proper meals or getting the proper sleep because you're just so stuck in that mode. So would you say with you being an entrepreneur, you ever have those moments where you're just like in your zone? Yeah, I was up at 2 a.m. Um, today. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I was. Because, like, that's when, that's when, like, um, like, my creative juices are flowing throughout the day, but 2 a.m. is, like, when I'm not being bothered. Like, when I don't have right. to run around. So, like, I have to take that time to do it because between 6 a.m. and 11 p.m., like, I'm on the go of doing different things so like 2 a.m is like you know my mellow time to sit down like i have like three like three songs like three of my go-to songs that i listen to during that time and i just and i just mellow out and just do it and a lot of times like i may even try to take a nap during the day because i know i'm gonna be up late during um in the morning and it's been like this since i started passionate rebel like it's like you know it hasn't been a day that I haven't missed. Like currently, like today, I was up because you know we're currently working on um, on an online course, and I was up like basically writing the things that I needed to do because I had to send it over to my graphic designer and stuff. So you know, I 
like yeah i i totally uh, agree with him like you know that's like you're gonna miss certain times because being an entrepreneur is totally different from a regular nine to five or you know um I guess a different, uh, different from like a schedule, something scheduled that you have for yourself. Like, um, like I have to get into like a workout mode too, keeping out my workouts because I know that I have to be up late doing certain things. So I have to make sure like physically and mentally, like those things are like intact with each other because like, it's not like my whole thing is going to be up. So, so yeah, I totally do agree with them. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I love how you are creating like a different approach to fashion, but also making like it a mission to inspire others. And, you know, I've done a little bit of homework and I see how you are heavily involved within, you know, like the Newark community. I mean, they've even uh, like crowned you a hometown, I mean, hometown, sorry, hero. I mean, and tell me more about like your involvement in the community and the impact that you're having, particularly on the youth? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a blessing to have done that. Um, like I said, in the beginning, I was always using like the career days to, to get us, to get our voices out there because I mean, for one, they're free to do <laughs> and everything or whatever. So it's not like, um, it's not like much is required for you. I mean, to come and speak to the kids, but I mean, I mean, a lot is required because for one, you got you got to have a, a a package that these people want. You know, like for somebody to refer you to come speak somewhere, like that's real big. That speaks major of your character. Mm. So, so like for the youth, um, man, they 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 play a big part in that. Man, they're very receptive to what we're doing. I think because for one, um, I'm I'm still young, and when I say I'm still young, I'm in that space to where I can relate to a lot of things that they that they go through. And agreed, even like, I can, mm-hmm. like, yeah, and I can relate to a lot of the things that they do and that they listen to. Like, my ear is always to the street, to the community of what's going on. You know, like, that's what I was raised in. I was raised in, like, that that urban area. Like, I went to those schools that they've gone gone to. I experienced the losses that they've, um, that they've experienced. So, I can totally relate to them. So, when I go speak to them, like, it's, it's crazy because... You have 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes to capture, like, these ears. Like, and these mm-hmm. are kids that you, that you don't know. Like, you, they don't know. This is sort of like an interview. Like, you go into right, an interview. Right. The first first two minutes, they want to know, why. okay, why should I hire you? Like, that's like that's what, they're, that's what everything that they're asking you in the interview is building up to. Why should I hire you? That's going to be the last question that they're going to ask you. Like, with all that, you know, so tell me about yourself, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, okay, so where you come from? Okay, so what makes you qualified, blah, blah, blah. And, and why should I hire you? So it's like the kids, like, yo, why should we listen to you? you know, uh, exactly, like, especially at, at this time with tech, modern technology and all the distractions they have. I, I, I bet that can be like pressure for you. Yeah, it, it definitely is, but it's like, it's, it's, when I go in there, like they automatically feel the vibe. Like I remember, for example, it was a career day at, uh, at Kip at Kip Academy. It's one of the high schools in Newark. Okay. Um, and it was uh it was for seniors. So I had to speak about I had to speak, speak to about it had to be at least like a hundred kids because that's like Ooh. the rotation of the rotation of the classes was like <laughs> 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. And you know these are kids that's that's on the street and all those things or whatever. So I'm telling like automatically 
they're diving into it because they they hear fashion, right? They hear like they hear fashion. I'm doing this. I'm from North and everything. So they're automatically locked in. And then when they see the video of like, oh yo he oh yo he did oh, yo that's Spike Lee that he with like oh look at the, yo look at that varsity jacket like. That automatic right there. When they see those varsity jackets, they that's when they okay, start. Okay, so yeah, if the visuals, yeah, that's another thing with with today's. You know, I am the mother of a of a teenager, so visuals. Like, yeah, if you if you have that piece, I think you can instantly get them like locked in. You know, like that's what what gets them going. They like they 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 be ready to go. So like now. A lot of them are opening up now. They're touching into like that personal side of like what's going on. Because like in the end, like once I do all that, once I say who I am, what I do, how I do it, why I do it, when I do it, and what I've gained from it, now it's like now it's time for me to interview them. And I was like, you know, so so I'm like, so what's up, man? Like, you know, talk to me. What's going on? Like, you know, how do y'all feel about transitioning from your senior year, like from seniors into the the world of work? Like. <laughs> Like, what are y'all thinking? Like, what's the what's the scope of things that you guys are, you know, are seeing and trying to plan? And that's where you got it coming out now. I mean, I think about being a um, a, a real estate agent, you know, because I'm doing this with my brother, blah blah blah. We got one girl. Like, I want to be a model, but it's like I don't know the different. Like, I got to go to an agency. So now I'm breaking. I'm wait. Can I curse? I don't want to curse on your show. <laughs> can, can, don't, don't do me. I'm not now you, say you know you right. you know okay, I'm, I'm you right. know I'm that okay. that we don't we don't have to put a filter on anything. Be your raw, authentic self on okay, this platform. Yeah, so, yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm. I'm starting to break down like a lot of that shit that they're like talking about, asking like. Like, sister, you don't have to go to a modeling agency. Like, you got an iPhone. You can easily set up your phone and take pictures and put together a, pro, uh, a portfolio. You can and, buy one of them, them expensive apps for, like, what, six ninety nine, and put all the... That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right, right, right. Like, Amazon has provided you with everything that you need now. Backdrops, like, the lighting, like, right. cameras, like... That's all provided to you now. That's like with, with hip-hop artists. Like, they have online now where you can upload your songs to YouTube and market it to, like, millions of people, depending on how you're marketing and who you're marketing to. Right. So, like, that's... I'm breaking down, like, a lot of those stereotypes. Of like, letting them, I'm like, yo, you don't... Like, you don't have to follow this narrative. Like, it's already hard enough because, like... We're already caught up in like that whole trance of like what we're supposed to do. Like this, this is generations of of conversation. Like it's not mm. just with us. Like we're being told it's like that is so true. That is so like true. this is generations of stuff that we're trying to that we're trying to break and trying to get the future generation. Like yo, hold up, wait before y'all before y'all get to that adult phase in your life. Understand this is what's going on. It's just trying to create the new narrative. Like yo. I know you guys are kids and stuff, but you gotta be you gotta be aware of what's going on. Like you have to. Like it's no pot like, yo, young kids are getting killed by police at young ages. Like black men are being are being assassinated like on on live TV. Like all these different things. Like women like trafficking women is like at an all time high. Like, yo, like you guys are being like impacted by this like daily like there's no getting around this like 
I think for us, it was so subtle. Like, it seemed like it was so subtle because we didn't have access to social media and things like that. So we weren't seeing things that were going on across the world. I, I even think, just to piggyback what you're saying, like, um, to, to add some context to, to, to kind of where you're going with this, if you don't mind me, I swear I'm not cutting you off, but it is true what you're saying because, like, these, these kids, since we are talking about, like, your impact and what you're trying to have on the youth, like, they have so many distractions, but also everybody's so quick to just blame things on the social media or whatever, but we also have to look at what these kids are seeing. Like, their, their, their mental state, is is not as free from turmoil as you and I when we were coming up. Like, for instance, the fact that my daughter and her high school years are being robbed during this pandemic, being cooped up in a room and going to school, you know, virtually, no interaction with friends, and for me having to make sure she's okay. You know, she does the usual thing, you know, being locked up in the room. That's a lot of teenagers do that, but still wanting to make sure that she's okay while she's locked up in that room. Because think about the things a lot of these teens are doing with suicide and, and, and all other stuff, you know, or going online and saying they don't feel like their life is worth living because they, they can't see beyond the, all of this turmoil and darkness and, and, and depressing stuff within society. So it's just like they do need more of what you're doing. You know. That's why that's why I, I really try to highlight a lot of that stuff or whatever because it's like it's it's in like it's imperative that we yeah. do it. Like Yeah, because like, I feel yeah. like they're they're judged a lot. You know how people are always making fun of them. What do, what do they call them like the you know, the millennials or or gen yeah, gen like, X, know, Gen Z, whatever like, they call yeah. them and it's like we gotta stop approaching them that way because we didn't grow up overwhelmed with so many things like they did. You know what I'm saying? But the crazy thing, people, like, the older generation has to understand, like, yo, they're still a part of our generation, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're, they're still a part of our generation. Yes, because game. you know what's funny is a lot of these, those teens, you're right when you say our generation, because guess what? We're their parents. We're their that's, parents. That's <laughs> yeah, like, you know? Hello. Yeah, like, like majority gotta, like, gotta, of, her, of my daughter's friends, their parents are ranging from, like, that 30... Five through forty-five, like nobody's like in their fifties with a high school student. It, 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 that's kind of rare nowadays. Like people that's, are that's having, what I'm yeah, like, right. They have to, they have to realize that because if you if you continuously say like yo, and I hear people say it all the time, like yo, yo, these young kids, man, they they need something. Like they gotta like you can't get mad at what they're doing because if you're gonna continue just to say something and not take an action. I'm like, yo, like, your, your whole point is irrelevant. Right. And all that stuff, because you gotta understand, like, when the older generation were coming up, like, yo, y'all was, in, they were involved in a lot. Like, it's just things that mirror each other. Like, you know, right. how, like, things, things come back full circle. So, right. I'm sure, like, in the past, in the 70s, 80s, 60s, 50s, 40s, there was, the Great Depression, they battled with pandemics and things. Like, it's the same exact thing. They've been, dealing with terrorist attack like for years like like we're experiencing the same exact like all this stuff is very i mean each generation is technically being reincarnated my grandmother talks about that like the stuff you know she'll be 80 this year um blessings to her yes but just thinking about what she experienced with the whole racial stuff and segregation and just to think that 
all those things that have been happening over the past couple of years, we are reliving the same thing that, that she did. It's, it's very sad, very, very, a little bit depressing, you know, but it's it's true. Yeah, how can you knock it when it just seems like this, this it's 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 evolving just not in a positive way but it's 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 continuing yeah the, the yeah, cycle the cycle hasn't been broken just yet and instead of just saying like oh man you know we're we're stuck we're stuck in limbo here like you said we just have to really try to keep putting the positivity out there for our youth to try to redirect them yeah that's i mean that's and that's ultimately what it what it comes down to is like you know either i mean either either way either, whether you're you're active or inactive in pushing the culture forward, you're still making a um, a change. You're still having an impact. And what I mean by that is like, if you're choosing not to be active in it, then you're preventing certain change. Like you could possibly have contributed to something being like being great. Like if I have, if I know I have a voice that can impact people in a positive way, and I have something that can contribute to the growth of people, but I say, oh, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing it because I don't, I don't believe in how people are operating like that's going to do anything so like now what if i didn't like what if passion rebel didn't exist and those number of kids that i spoke to at a high school didn't hear what i had to say like a lot of them could have gone a different way like that's i've had true. a number of kids email me ask me about things can they intern for me can they do this can they do that you know so that's why i say whether well, if you're active then you can you can create you can have an impact on people if you're doing what you're supposed to with your your talent and your um, mm-hmm. and your platform. But if you're not if you're inactive, then you know you're still having that same type of impact, just in a negative way because you're not providing opportunity for people. You're being selfish. So, I mean, we kind of we we went off we went off course, but it was for a good reason. Like that was, that could be like that because that's like the, that's the heart of the interview right there. You got you got me in my bag, man. Uh, clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> um, so in your interview you did with Hip Hop Weekly, uh, the interviewer discussed like the different collections you have launched, you know, over the years. And um which is like your favorite or your most impactful collection, would you say? Um, I think I think the one that's going to be the most impactful that we're currently doing is called the Passionate Rebels Art Collection, which okay. is um, we just we just created a um, we just created our first um, our first book our first children's book called Passionate Rebels Art, which it highlights twenty principles that has been created by Boogie the mascot, and Boogie basically takes the child on a journey of learning about the different things that makes uh, Passionate Rebels. So it's 20 principles that highlight, for example, we have who's are responsible. You know, passionate rebels are um, are community builders. You know, passionate rebels are passionate rebels are family oriented. You know, those different principles that highlight simple things that I felt like um, were missing. That that kind of gives you a, um, a foundation to build on because you can't you can't. You can't be an individual. Well, for one, we all come from certain communities, and you know, in order for us to continue to grow, and for one, you got to think about the future. You know, you're coming from this community as a person. I'm assuming that one day you will have a child or something, so they're going to be from that community, and you want to continue to to try to help grow the community because you want them to 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 grow from something different. You don't want them to come from what you came from. Right. 
So um, the Passion Rebels are kind of has inspired like a whole different type of movement that we're trying to like really instill and uh, implement when we go to the schools and stuff because we started a, a tour with the Passion Rebels R tour. So now that goes into the Passion Rebels R uh, doodle shirts that we're doing. So it's like different images of like a collection of like all the different Passion Rebel um Passion Rebel um, images, which is like the Passion Rebel community, um, Passion Rebel Academy, Passion Rebels, um, Passion Rebel Boy, Passion Rebel Girl, Passion Rebel Boogie, Passion Rebel Emma, uh, Passion Stimulates Hustle. So then that's going to create, you know, the 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 lady shirts as well with Emma on it, and it has uh, <laughs> Passion. Passionate Rebel Girls are everything. So, like, that's, you know, that's one of the shirts that's, that's coming out. And then we have the Passionate Rebel Kids, which are Passionate Rebel Kids are um, are special. You know, like, it's just different, just different little um, lines that we're putting on there. So, like, for the Passionate Rebels, the Passionate Rebel Boy, we had Passionate Rebel Boys are leaders and everything. So, like, that's about to be a dope collection that we're about to do. Um, and it may honestly, honestly be my favorite because I feel like it's going to be very impactful. And it's going to set a standard, you know, of um, wanting to be better. Like, I mean, you could be cool in everything that you're doing. You make you could make money and things like that. You could drive cars and all those different type of things. But if you're not changing, like, your community, like, if you're not changing the community, then, you know, for the good, then you really haven't achieved nothing, honestly. And that's the standard that, that we want to set now, that we want to raise the bar to. Like, yo, give these people something to live for. Like, get, like stop stop with all this negative shit of, like, you know, stereotype, stereotyping people and all that. Like, let's give them some more, more of a positive light on people. Like, it's okay to be, like, who you are and things like that. So, that that's, that may be my favorite. But recently, um, the skateboard collection was cool, too. You know, was, um, we still putting out some stuff for that because Boogie done... Boogie done gas people to start riding skateboards as passionate lovers, so, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know, of course, we're struggling right now here in the U.S. trying to end this pandemic. Um, was your business impacted at all by the pandemic? And if so, like, how did you overcome that? Or what other alternatives did you use to promote your business? Um... Yeah, we were definitely affected, uh, affected by it. Because for one, um, like I said, we're always in the schools. Right. So, like, so physically being in the schools, we couldn't do that. And um, we had schools who contacted us about, like, our packages that we were offering as far as, like, the, um, the Passion Rebels R package, which is, you know, they get their novels, um, the, the Passion Rebels R book, they get the T-shirts, they get Boogie. But, like, physically, we can't, they, we can't be there to give them that impact. So that that definitely affected us. As far as being able to sell items, like we were still able to create items, and you know, people patronize the hoodies, the t-shirts, everything. Um, even some schools, they still called us for career days, but we did it virtually. Gotcha, you know, gotcha, you know, right? Which is, um, which is cool. So we were still able to to build. Like again, like we did that hip hop weekly interview uh, this past summer in the pandemic. So we were still on the on the radar of people. And everything or whatever, so which was definitely a blessing. And um, but just being in the schools, which was crazy. So now that kind of pushed us into um, creating the online segment of our Passion Rebels R tour, which is like the Passion Rebels R online course. Because a lot of teachers, a lot of teachers, a lot of principals were asking like, "Yo, so what are you guys doing to transition online?" Which was like a big thing. 
So like that's where that's where we are right now, and um, well, with hopes and prayers that we do, um, I'm not gonna say we're not getting back to a norm, but to get to to get to some type of normalcy to where we can be in the schools again, right, and have that face to face interaction, right? Yeah. So like a lot of things, like of course. We couldn't, um, I know a lot of people are doing pop-up shops and stuff like that, but that's not something that I normally do. But we, uh, we always did vent at, like, a lot of different places. Like, we always vented at, like, homecomings, uh, vented at, uh, I'm not too sure if you're too familiar with the, uh, Cur- uh Curl Fest. Um, no. It's a, it's a major, it's a major major hair festival given by the uh, Curly Girl Collective. If you get a chance, go on their Instagram, like, Curly Girl Collective, they started, I remember when they first started, which was in 2014, and they developed one of the biggest hair festivals in the world. And um, it's, like, highly gravitated by, of course, uh, of course, women, men, men too, and everything, but it's a big platform for you, like, to vent and things like that. So that's where we honestly got the opportunity to meet uh, Spike Lee. And everything, so um, yeah, like doing a lot, like a lot of those things, we weren't able to do. But uh, ultimately, I mean, we were still able to stay afloat and you know do what we're doing. So like, that's the big blessing of it. That's why we're here right now with with Kata Rebel and this can't be life. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Um, my belief is that most successful people have a solid team behind them. Do you mind taking this time to like acknowledge your team or even thank them for their contribution to passionate rebel oh yeah definitely man shout out shout out to the whole team man shout out to the passionate rebel road that's uh sharonda again she's my ceo she um she holds me down man she uh she definitely holds me down you know she um she does a lot too on her end as far as like doing like real estate and stuff too so like within all that you know she's always trying to find the balance of you know being a coo and doing what she does so and she holds me down you know we're we're (laughs) <laughs> definitely blood uh, blood cousins we call each other we call each other um sister my, my cousin sister brother like type of thing whatever <laughs> because it's a, yeah, understand it's a you do you do have those bonds with certain family members yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like you know um you know she she definitely you know holds me down emily you know um you know who i have is like my president of like operations and things like that she she holds me down that's Again, the whole inspiration of naming Emma came from her. So, you know, she's definitely a big part. Um, um, of course, my, my nieces, um, my niece, Tanaya, and then um, my other niece, Nigeria, my niece, Quadria. Um, again, Tanaya uh, called me and, like, oh, well, um, you ever thought about doing this? Like, because I could possibly model this if you do this. So, like, you know, they always call me with some type of idea and everything and um, design. Well, things. you know that their age group helps make things go viral yeah definitely you know definitely. so yes definitely so, definitely so with it. i gotta shout out my nephew Najee because um Najee is the one who actually would wear um the boogie mascot when i needed him to like at certain events and stuff. so and the kids like when i was talking about when the kids were asking me at the school I was like yo so who wearing all that and i was telling them I was like, yeah, I like, I'll give them like $120, like for like an hour or so to wear it. And they were like, yo, can I sign up? Like, can I be the mascot? And I was like, yo, like, you gotta, you gotta display certain qualities and stuff. Like, you gotta actually come to work and everything right. or whatever. Like, I'm not just having you in a suit. I was like, because when people see Boogie, like, they want Boogie. 
and all that stuff. So, you know, shout out to them. Um, you know, just shout, shout out to the whole team. You know, hot, hot, um, Hassan, my cousin Hassan, he does a lot. Um, you know, shout out, uh, you know, a whole lot of people. My, uh, I gotta say, my significant other too, because you know, there's times when I've been to that certain place, she uh, definitely came and, and helped me. So, that's know. beautiful. Mm, shout out to her. Okay. Um, what's the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur? Man, oh, Lord. Um, trying to, trying to get some food. Of, like, when I'm, like, trying to vent and all that other stuff, that's, like, one thing. Run, 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 run this back. You saying trying to get food while you're, like, in the middle of working? Trying to get something yeah, to eat. Wait, 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 wait. So, are you yeah. a part? Are you a part of Foodie Gang? I really am. Because <laughs> honestly, I can't. I like, wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. I asked this because what I'm trying to do with my Black-owned business segment is to not ask the same exact questions. I do not want to be scripted on on my platform. So, but this question, I feel like it has to be asked for every person that that comes on here that has a Black-owned business. But I was not expecting that. Like, you just derailed me. The hardest yeah, part I'm, is I'm just... Serious. Yeah, I'm so wait, wait, wait. When I put... When I, like, like try to come up with the little, like, description of the, of the episode and, like, highlights of things that, that were great during the interview, I think I might even have to use that in the description yeah, because it's so, so, it's so yeah, unique. So you said getting food. Listen, wow. listen, I'm so serious. If you're a person, if you're a clothing designer, whatever you're, you're vending, and you have a number of people coming to your table, and they want to know about the, they want to know about the brand, they want to know what this is, or how do you do this, or where can we contact you, and, they, and you have people there, but like the, the the genuine response is like coming from you because they know that you created it, right, and things like that. So I can't. I can't step away from the table like, yo, I'm out of the step away. I'm out of the grab some food because I'll be right back. Like, I can't because, like, a number of people are coming <laughs> so, to So, basically, basically what the founder and CEO of Passionate Rebel LLC is saying, bring a brother some food. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, yo, so, because I can't stand there and be smacking and stuff like what I'm talking right. to you. But, but outside of that, though, um... The, the the difficult part of being an entrepreneur on a serious note is um um well that was serious too what I just said but <laughs> um trying to get to certain platforms so that's where it kind of like my um not saying like my my no my my not caring kind of uh characteristic um kicks in because. You gotta think about it. Like a lot of these platforms, I know a lot of people like that's trying to get to like hip hop artists mm-hmm. and certain media platforms, news platforms, and stuff like that. When you don't have physical access to them or even a direct contact, you have to go through the the building blocks, which is like you going through emails and all those things or whatever. And you're not the only one that's emailing these places and people, so. Right. Your email might get mixed up in a in a million like in a million emails that may never be seen. So you kind of um, you know you, you kind of uh, want to say uh, get you get discouraged because you're like yo I send I keep emailing but they're not responding. Like do they like the product? Blah blah blah. 
And so, like, that's when it's like you got to find other ways to get to people. So it's like, you know, you're trying to find ways to, to get yourself out there in the world, but you're not getting the response that you want. Then it goes into, like, the whole investment aspect of, like, yo, you trying to produce all these great things, but um, your, your lack of funding, your lack of capital is what prevents you from doing so. So, mm. you know, you try to find different ways to to um to make up for those for those missing um aspects of what you're trying to do so see and again this is some more evidence to support my claim when i say that this is why i keep doing what i'm doing because even you just saying like how that's an obstacle sometimes where you can reach a dead end with networking or trying to utilize certain resources and that's why again I don't have the biggest platform or the biggest podcast. I mean, the podcast community is completely oversaturated. However, you you don't know who could listen to this episode. You know what I'm saying? Again, yeah, and that, that could be a networking opportunity for you. But it's also, like, you know, you're just looking into different ways you can market yourself, too. Right. Like, for one, like for, one for us... We are we we're in the the, the market of, of back to school events. And when I say like when I say that, I mean like there's people that have reached out to us to, to come do their back to school events and I'm like, yo, damn, like could we possibly like we may have a package to do that. So like for example, like we did a um, back to school event with Jadakiss. Um we did another back to school event with uh with Fresher Drugs. Um, like, you know, like their people reached out to us like, yo, you know, could y'all come, you know, could you bring Boogie, you know, at the end Given that instance, like with fresh drugs, like we went to his um to uh East New York. Okay. <laughs> like, we out, like we was out there in Brooklyn, like with them, and, and you guys could see on our page when you go on our Instagram page that we got the pictures with him and stuff like that. But it was so last minute, I didn't have anybody to wear the mascot for Boogie. Like nobody, I had to do it myself. Yeah, so I, I read that. Busy. I read that in your Hip Hop Weekly weekly interview and the way you were describing it of course i was just reading the the transcript of the of the interview but i could like hear your voice talking about it was like like a thousand degrees yo it was so damn hot because like you got like yo this is the summertime and you got a number of kids outside and things like that or whatever and you get making requests like yo could they have a classroom that has an ac but a lot of times they did the good thing for us with my mascots is that they have a built-in fan and stuff inside the, okay. the head and body. Yeah, so I'm able to turn it on and I'll be good and things like that or whatever. So like, how people did like, yo, I know he hot in there. Not really. I mean, even though I was struggling, you could still battle with the heat and stuff. But and you have that day, it had to be at least a hundred or two hundred kids like coming up and taking pictures, like. My CEO, my COO was like right there, like taking a picture, like yo, like I'm like damn, like, I can't even get a break like that. But that's what comes with entrepreneurship, or like the sacrifice of how far you want to go and how far you want to take stuff. Because if you're if you're going into like limits, limit, you're gonna limit yourself, then you're not gonna achieve like what you're trying to achieve, like mm-hmm. and whatever it is that you're that you're trying to achieve, like whether it's money, whether it's, it's fame, whether it's um. Um, stability for your family, right? Whatever, whatever it is, you're setting out to achieve. But if you have a limit to that, then that 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 shit ain't happening. So like those, that's the journey of like entrepreneurship, like the sacrifices and like understanding like certain things. Like I mean, I've I've been in people emails two three in the morning, like 
we got spotlighted on um, News 12, New Jersey. I was in that. I was in their emails for about two years before that happened. Wow! Like, look at that. I was in their emails. Look at, look just at the, the perseverance, the hustle, the motivation. Yeah, now, I'm not gonna lie. Crazy. Some, some, somebody like me. When you said that you had to like, you didn't give up and you did that for like two years. And I'll be completely honest that I probably would have stopped by like the third or fourth month after not yeah. getting a response. So I, I admire you. Yeah, you got huge you admiration in this moment. Because wow. if you think if you thinking about people that you that you look at on social media like big, I guess people with big platforms, you say like a Diddy or something like that. I mean, you, I mean, ain't no telling what he had to do and stuff like that to get right. to that. Right. And true. I had to, I had to alter that. Within that two years, I had to keep altering like that email. Like the more success that we had, I had to throw that in there. And got you. Like oh, oh, okay, okay. You know, I had to, I had to throw like the the, the the media kid in there. Like, look, like here's the images of us. Like, look at this mascot. And, and you gonna like recognize this? Yeah. So, <laughs> and it was so crazy when they, I love, they I love the confidence. Yeah, you got you, know, you gotta have that everything that you're doing. So, okay. you know. Well, when I bring someone on my platform, I like to give them their flowers. Oh, I, I like to tell them. <laughs> Well, I guess these are virtual flowers. You know, it's a figure of speech. And I just like to let them know, in case they don't hear it enough, let them know, like, what I think is dope or unique about them. And for you, it's the innovation, my brother. I mean, you don't let your ideas stay inside the box. You are completely outside of the box, okay? First of all, you have a whole damn mascot to help promote your brand. I mean, Gucci don't got no mascot. Versace don't got no mascot. I mean, does Tommy Hilfiger have one? Like, I'm just saying. That's innovative as fuck. And yes, I'm cursing in this moment. Oh, uh, thank you. You became an author and published a book titled Passion of Rebels R. That's innovative to incorporate. All right. I got the clothing line, but you know what? I'm going to be an author too. I got mascots. Like, you have puzzles for kids, uh, which I saw. So I'm just like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This is so innovative. It really is like, what other brand is doing that? This is this is why I'm highlighting these things. Okay, your fashion is purpose driven because you're taking the time to be a part of a greater cause, such as cancer survivors or those who lost loved ones from cancer. I saw that you even mentioned like autism and maybe trying to connect something with that. Um, since, you know, um, the black yeah, excellence I did that, I t-shirts. Did that on the, um, not to cut you off. Yeah. Um, I did that on the, on the strength of my, uh, my goddaughter who, um, uh, who has autism. So like, that was like, um, I think we, we walked in the, uh, Autism, autism awareness walk at um, the Meadowlands at the mm-hmm. Jet Stadium. Um, probably that was like 2015. I did that. So, um, like, yeah. So a lot, a lot of those things I, I do it in relation to an experience. So, like the breast cancer awareness. Um, you know, I have an aunt. You know, who battled with that. You know, who passed away from that. So, you know, I, I did it on the strip of my got uh, my grandfather. My mm-hmm. Thank you. My uh, my grandfather battled with. Um, cancer you know a long long time ago when he passed away from that like yeah like when i was young my father who battled with cancer 
you know, so a lot of these things are like a, um, a real, like it hit home. So like, that's what, that's what makes it so much easier for me to do it and connect it with something that's, you know, that's, that's relevant and, and things like that. So, yeah. And just to add, I only had two, 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 two more like flowers to give you as part of your little bouquet. Was that um, another another cause that I know you contributed to is obviously with the Black Excellence T-shirts. I mean, it's no better time with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, um, you know, and um, obviously making connections with big names in the industry. You know, not everybody gets the opportunity. I mean, you mentioned Spike Lee. You mentioned Jadakiss. I mean, you mentioned um, old boy from Love & Hip Hop, Fletcher. That's, that's what you talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm just saying, like, that's dope. Thank yeah, you, thank you. your 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 innovation is just at. I mean, it's it's just skyrocketing. So it's like, you know, Miss Cardi B be talking about if it's up, then it's stuck. Yes, oh, there, there we go, there we go. You up and you yeah. stuck when it comes to, to innovation. Hate, like, you are, like you are, you are. Yes. Um, of course, you know you don't took you don't you don't want way you want went over an hour. Well, like at the hour and seven minute mark. What that mean? That mean that mean that we had a special a, a special moment of bonding, man. So you know that. Yeah. You know, so um, genuine. with my black owned business segment, I like to. Um, in the episode, usually asking like three personal questions. So that way the listeners can connect with you on a deeper level outside of your brand. And the first question is, what are you passionate about now? And I mean right now in this moment. And I'm asking this only because as a 35-year-old woman, I struggle with the answer to that question. And I've happened to like recently give myself permission to be okay with the fact that some days I'm just not so sure. So again, what are you passionate about right now? Right now, March 2021. Um, currently right now, something that I'm very uh, passionate about. Um, just uh, highlighting great people and just helping people to, uh, to understand how important they are and you know, and just uh, pursuing, um, creating an agenda to, to just be better. Um, that's that's mainly it. That's really what I'm passionate about. Um, you know, and just giving the opportunity to my uh, to my nieces and my nephew. That's that's really and my god daughter and my godson. Like that's that's really about it. Okay. So. Wow. On to the the personal question number two. You know, you and I have obviously similar names when it comes to our line of work passionate rebel llc i'm k the rebel which <laughs> um a few months ago be like me man you be like me. oh oh don't come on now whatever a few months ago i um went on the crystal clear podcast and that's like one of like in my top five podcasts that i listen to like i'm low-key like obsessed with her but anyways um when she asked me to come on and be a guest on her platform um, she asked me a question in relation to my name and she was like, what are you rebelling against? And I'm going to ask you that too. And you already answered it as far as the brand, but what are you, you, Elamine Juma rebelling against personally, internally? Um, internally and personally, um, uh, you know, well, we, we, we rebel, we rebel against, um, being content. 
you know, of uh, just settling, you know, for just just having uh, the little something little, like and I mean like something little of like, you know, we're meant for greater things. So just sitting here and just allowing things to to just uh, place us in a position to where we don't feel happy and appreciated and. Um, getting out that, getting out that box and going out there and, you know, understanding like, you know, we're not, we're not going to be here forever. You know, we're not going to be here forever. And like the time is now to you, like we already seen certain things that, that have occurred in the past. And, you know, I've, I've had a number of, a number of conversations each day with people that are, that are much older and how they say they wish they would, they would have achieved certain things and, set out to go after certain goals and stuff like that. And um, I always tell myself, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that conversation. I'm saying I I wish I had done this. So, and that's what I'm trying to establish for my team and stuff like that. Like, yo, like all these opportunities are there. Like we just have to go out there and and, and do it. Like, yo, like I never even thought about doing a fashion week. I, I didn't think I, I'm not gonna say I didn't think I was capable of doing it, but that was never like my lane, you know, at first. And for me to create a demand for people to not even just in New York and Paris, like for somebody to contact me, like, hey, you know, we saw your stuff. Like, would you want to be a part of like our our Paris Fashion Week show? Like, that shit speaks major of like of how you know I'm able to do certain things. Like, and I know like, yo, you can't be content. Like, yo, you have mm. people that. That's like in other parts of uh, the state and country and things like that that wants you know you to be a part of certain stuff. Like, so like personally, I'm trying to avoid you know being content with certain things and allowing myself to create a, new <laughs> a narrative of being hey, better. Hey, don't laugh at me, okay, listeners. At this very moment, since we're doing a virtual interview, he sees me writing it down, and um, I just want to share with my listeners real quick that I started something um, basically for the month of March, which is an affirmations jar. All I did was go get like a vase from Dollar Tree. I love Dollar Tree, shout out to Dollar Tree. And I got me some post-it notes and I write affirmations in there and I juggle them around and pull them out. So I said each month I'm gonna make new ones. So I'm already kind of preparing my ones for April that I want to say for myself. And thank you. You've just given me one in that moment. So I had to like jot it down. And something I'm going to affirm for myself for the month of April is I will not be content. I like that. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have have too too great of a personality and um, and innovation to, to be content. And things like that and just not even as a black person but as a, a black woman a black queen like you're a, you're a leader like you have you. Um, like you, you you have people who are watching you and honestly even though you may think like you don't have a lot of followers and things like that you have enough followers and enough people who are looking at you like yo who may want to start a podcast and I'm like yo damn like how can I get to episode one on one and things like that from episode one you know you have like i mean people contact me about designing clothing i'm like and i sometimes i'm like damn i'm not like i don't have millions of people you know doing this and doing that but it's enough to make people feel like yo damn like yo you like you really are doing x y and z and stuff like that like like, how can i get there like how can i do motivational speaking i'm like because that that shit ain't it's true like i got um 
a recent episode that I that I had released. I think it could have been episode one oh three, I believe. Yeah, or yeah, I think it was. And um I kinda got some negative feedback about it and initially it took me for a loop, but then I had to really flip that negative into a positive and be like, somebody was listening. It don't matter about the feedback. Like, don't focus on that. Someone was listening and actually took the time to reach out to you. And there you go. And and, and you know what it did for me? It inspired more content. Yeah, exactly. Yes, see, exactly. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, don't even trip off of that. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's inspiration, if anything. You, if you if you know the world that we live in, like you understand like balance, like you can't right. have good without the bad. So like that's like and people will always criticize like what you do and stuff like right. that. So it's just about you know you got to be in that you got to be in that space of like yo I'm, I need to take this as constructive criticism. Exactly, and, and that's what I chose to do. Sort of, sort of so. like when teachers used to grade people like grade our tests and they put the grade and put the comment like yeah. Um, Mr. Period, right here. So, <laughs> like, like, so, like, yeah, like you can't take it as like, yo. So instead of giving me an A plus, you give me an A minus without Mr. Period. Like, no, like she should, she could be helping you because if you miss a period, like if you don't put a period like on your resume, I have to send it. Somebody who's critical might read it like, yo, you can't hire him. Right, like, exactly. He missed a period. Like, right. you know, we we need him to send out emails on the daily. He can't do that. Well, here's my final personal question for you, and it is, what did you inspire to be when you were a kid? When I was a kid, um, it's a lot. I was, I was always into, like, cartoons and stuff like that or whatever. So I used to, um, like, for example, I wanted to be a ninja. <laughs> Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious because I used to watch like Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. So I wanted to be. Hey, come on. See, this is why. I'm so sorry. I wasn't expecting that. Just like, just like the whole, the whole, the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur is that the lack of food at the event. So when you're networking and stuff, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm, I'm so, I'm so serious. So you like, wanted to be a ninja? Wow. But, but you see the, the, the beauty of me answering that question because right now, let's just say some, some seniors at a high school or something and a Newark are listening to this episode. That way, they can understand that no matter how small or weird the dream may be, or even if somebody frowns upon it, you don't really know what you could become. The possibilities are endless, you know? It is, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, right? Cause this is a man who wanted to be a ninja, and now we're yeah, I'm you. so serious, I'm gonna tell you, right? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, but, 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 but listen, but as I, but as I um, grew up and everything and got into like, you know, probably like around college, like education, I wanted to be like a teacher. But I'm going to tell you, um, I was at the track. I was I was um, running one day at the track, and this gentleman, this older gentleman, he was, uh, uh, I think he was at least 66. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he seen my hoodie. He seen, like, one of my bear hoodies and stuff like that. I was talking to me and asking me. And we wound up, like, walking the track together. We stopped running and just was walking and talking. Gotcha. And he was like, um... He's like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you this gym. He's like, I'm going to give you this gym, young brother. I'm let you know. <clears throat> you got to do the whole voice and everything. Like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Drop this yeah, gym. Drop this gym. this gym. He was like, um, he was like, don't, don't get caught up in the world too much. 
Mm. He's like, I'm, I'm going to tell you. How you how you felt when you was a kid is how you should feel now. And he was like, and I understood it. And he was like, you understand what I mean? I was like, yeah. I, I elaborated on the phone. I was like, because the innocence of that you have at, at a young kid, like, the, again, the endless possibilities, like, of just becoming whatever you want to be. And he was like, that's, he was like, exactly. Like, you need to feel like that when you're my age. He was like, because I made a lot of money. He was like, I made a lot of money, but I didn't become what I wanted to be until I was in my 50s. So, and then he was, sick, again, like 60, 65, 66. So he was like, yo, mm. like, yeah, you're doing this now. He was like, continue. And this, this was about six years ago, like six years ago. Wow. And he was like, continue to do what you're doing now. He was like, you got to continue to feel how you felt when you was a kid. It's how you should feel when you're, in your, when you're, when you're older. So I, I, I agree with him. I, I was like, you know what? You're right. He was like, and again, that goes back into like that passion aspect of like what you feel as a kid. That's why I was like, yo, damn, I want, I like, I wanted to be a ninja. Like, cause the ninjas, they were saving lives. They were doing like, hey, like, hey, hey, I got it. When I did the other episode, when I kicked off the black owned business segment, with um Jabir Markendi from Vailside Customs. They were talking about something and I instantly came up with an idea for them. And in this moment, I'm doing the same thing for you. I'm telling you, you need the ninja collection for the little kids. Put the look, I'm, I'm telling you, you do, you do. Little boys like ninjas. You could do something with the passionate rebel and the ninja. I'm telling you, it's a collection and it should be for the kids. I gotta, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get with Ray West. And see, see what, see West what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it Ray could West be, goes. it could be. Ray, Ray, Ray West, she, it she could, you me. could even make a toy ninja. And then we'll remember this podcast episode. And then when, when they, they say, what was your inspiration behind it? You'll remember because you said that's what you wanted to be as a kid. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Ray West look into it. She's, no, she's I'm I am so serious. serious. I swear. I know I burst out laughing about the ninja. I'm, ser I'm serious. But if, I, if I have her look into it and she's able to do something like that, I'm a, I'm a definitely. I will always at you if I if I post a picture of the logo and stuff like that. I'm gonna at you like yo. I'm gonna let y'all know this was definitely a uh, creative <laughs> idea. This is a creative idea from from Kate and Rebel. This can't be like podcast. Yes, and again would never be looking for anything in return. It's just, now, just you know, to you, know. You know. You know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, we're going to have to gift you with like, with like a hoodie and a smile. Well, guess good. what? I, I got a little boy who could just, he can just get a complimentary ninja t-shirt. How about that? Passionate Rebel Ninja t-shirt. I'm going to hold you to that, I. Right? I'm going to put it, no, we'll put it together. So, you know, we, we, okay. I don't know how to stuff, so. Well, of course, this interview is now coming to an end. Thank you, sure. thank you, I thank you, thank you. So <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Um, again, because, you know, you have to let them know where they can find you. I do this all the time. You never know, some people forget early on in the episode, but let them know where they can find you again. Well, hopefully this episode catches their ear and they, they actually want to listen to everything. But um, definitely at Passionate Rebel, P-A-S-S-I-O-N-A-T-E-R-E-B-E-L, Passionate Rebel um, on Instagram. We got Passionate Rebel LLC on Facebook and also um, our website, net. 
uh, you can follow us, um, engage in conversation with us, you know, talk to us about, you know, what's what's going on with you, what's, what's some of your passions. Uh, definitely subscribe to the website. Um, be on the lookout for some of our releases this year, uh, our new online course. And, uh, allow, continue to allow your, your passion to stimulate your hustle and, um, you know, get out there and rebel against the idea of not following your passion. You know, Cater Rebel, this can't be like we appreciate you. You know, you're a gem out here. And, uh, continue to, uh, to, 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 to queen out here, to, to be, you know, that, that elevated and um, inspirational person. So, so we appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we are out. And peace, love, and light to everybody. Thank you.